Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We chucked up on our Instagram story on Friday afternoon. Uh, if you guys are sending some questions, ask me anything and I'd go through and answer them. Unfortunately, Instagram wouldn't let me open it, so I ended up doing an Instagram live. I now have access to those questions. Obviously, this was they were sent in on Friday, uh, just before we jumped on the Hello Sport live stream, which you can have a listen to some of the audio dropped earlier today. But uh, I thought I'd just go through and answer some of those questions. Obviously, they were asked on Friday, so some of the context of a lot of the questions has changed. But I thought I'd take uh, the ones that caught my attention and just fly through them uh, very, very quickly. The first First one from Blake Swan. Thoughts on Jai Gray. Uh, Jai Gray's a young fella out of the South Sydney system. Young little ball player. Uh, playing Jersey Flake at the moment, I believe. Made his debut a couple of weeks ago. If you have a look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs Instagram, they put up some content talking to Jai the other day. A very, very talented guy. I know a guy that I think, well, I know that a lot of people at South Sydney believe will be the guy after Cody Walker, which a uh, pretty big statement to make considering that you know, Jack Whiten's going to be at the club. So, uh, Jai Gray, though, very, very talented guy. I believe he's come down from Queensland. Don't know too much about him. I've only seen him play a handful of times, but looks very, very impressive. Uh, but I, and I normally wouldn't go too heavily on guys that I haven't seen play all that much, uh, but people that I trust at South Sydney wrap him very very highly. So Jai Gray, definitely one to watch for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Great shout there, Blake. Uh, next one comes from... Digging it with Doherty 8. What a handle. Uh, what's in the pipeline for Rugby League Guru? Any teasers or even some goals you have? Uh, yeah, we've got a few things coming up that are really exciting. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, partnerships that you'll see over the next couple of months with uh, pretty big brands that I'm pretty stoked to be aligning with. Uh, you'll see them across the podcast. You'll also see them a lot um, you know, on the social media, so on the Instagram and stuff. I think you'll see a bit of content throughout the state of origin period, which is really exciting. Uh, and then you'll see a bit more after that as well. So some some pretty exciting things coming, probably more so that will excite me than you guys. Uh, but, you know, if you are a Rugby League Guru fan, you enjoy just watching the brand expand and just go 
to new levels, uh, this will definitely be a new one coming your way. So, yeah, pretty excited about that little partnership. Hopefully it leads to more. We obviously did the sports bet uh, advertising up there at Magic Round, which was sensational. We really enjoyed that. Uh, so, yeah, more sort of avenues like that would be great. We're obviously going back to the field club at Combank Stadium in round 16 for Parramatta versus the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Tom and Eddie are going to join us there too, so that'll be good fun. We've got a couple of plans for that. We're actually going to be out on the field at halftime catching bombs, so uh, that should be a giggle. Uh, I don't think any of us outside of Tim have caught a ball in about 10 years, so uh, I don't expect to get anywhere near that. That'll be a good little giggle and good to get out there with people and have a laugh. And then I think game three, which is the Sydney State of Origin, um, we are going to be doing a live show out at Homebush, I believe. Uh, just wait for confirmation on that, but I would say that we probably would be for bloke in a bar. So that's always exciting, that time of the year, origin period. Hopefully, it's a decider, but uh, right now, I'm not super confident that it will be. But yeah, that's probably the most exciting things that are coming your way as far as rugby league guru over the next few months. It's been a rapid uh, first 10 weeks of the season. We spent the first four weeks doing the country tours. Uh, we had about a two-week spell. Then we got married, went on our honeymoon. Then we had a one-week spell. Then we went on magic round. Uh, so it has been chaotic to say the least and I probably haven't been able to produce the absolute top shelf quality that I would have liked for you guys content wise so really looking forward to getting back into a rhythm over the next few weeks uh, which is really exciting so plenty more to come the origin period there's going to be so much doing it's going to be insane a couple of live shows coming your way and a couple of partnerships that are really exciting so that's sort of what's doing with Guru at the moment uh, we are going to be looking at some more merchandise as well so I need to actually sort that out over the next week or so um, alright the next one comes from Smith. Any wraps on Ethan Ferguson? Now, Ethan Ferguson is the cousin of Latrell and Shaq Mitchell. Uh, he played SG Ball for the Newcastle Knights this year, uh, and he's just signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs to come down there. So, really interesting signing, obviously related to Latrell and Shaq, so that obviously helps the cause. Uh, but Ethan, a very talented guy. Now, to be completely honest with you guys, I watched the Newcastle Knights play twice, uh, three times in SG Ball. Once was over a stream, so I was sort of in and out watching it to be honest with you. Uh, one of the, one, the other game was live, but now that I think about it here, they were it was when the Newcastle Knights played my brother, and my brother was playing exclusively down the left edge that game, which means he was going up against the Newcastle Knights' right edge. Uh, Ethan Ferguson was actually playing on the left side. So I didn't actually notice him that day, and I'm not sure if he did too much that day, but I, uh, I also wasn't focusing on him. I was obviously focusing on the other edge, watching my brother go around that day. So, um, yeah, from what I saw of him in the grand final, though, looks very strong. I've watched a bit of tape of him since he signed. Very, very talented guy, obviously, strong as an ox. So, yeah, Ethan Ferguson, I think it would be a good little signing for South Sydney. A lot of people have asked, why would he go there? Surely he's a better chance to get a spot at the Newcastle Knights. And I understand that argument. They have got Gagai and Bradman Best there. And I also think you need to keep in mind that Ethan Ferguson is coming out of SG Ball. Uh, I believe he played one game in New South Wales Cup. Maybe it was Flegg. He hasn't played much football on top of that, I don't believe. Uh, so it's not like he's going to be playing first grade tomorrow. You know what I mean? Probably won't play first grade next year. Might not even play the year after that. So just be patient. Um, I don't think the move to South Sydney is a bad one. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's a good signing by South Sydney. Uh, obviously, the Rabbitohs have got a number of outside backs at the moment, but depth is never a bad thing. And, you know, I personally think if I'm Ethan Ferguson, if respectfully, if there's one club I'm better off being at, it probably is South Sydney. So I'm all for the move from both parties. Uh, next one comes from Harrison WJ. Uh, after the last two weeks, is it looking better for Benji to coach the West Tigers in a couple of years? I think so. The last two weeks have been promising. I want to see it over a 
10-week period. Uh, but, yeah, I think it is looking a little bit more promising. I also think that Tim Sheens has, from what I've gathered from people, has relinquished some responsible or more responsibility to Benji Marshall. So, potentially, there was a little bit more planning than what it seemed on the surface to me originally. Uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely think it's looking better. It was looking like a fucking train wreck a month ago. I don't think there's any doubting that whatsoever. Uh, but, yeah, it is looking better. You couldn't possibly say it's looking worse than what it was a month ago, as I said. So, yeah, Looking good there. I still have a lot of question marks about the West Tigers as a franchise moving forward. I have a lot of question marks about handing this team to a rookie coach uh, with no experience. Um, yeah, still a lot of question marks for me, but no, mate, I, I don't think – I think it is looking better than what it was a month ago, and not that that's probably the greatest compliment because it was looking like an absolute shit fight, as we said, but definitely heading in the right direction for the West Tigers. A couple of young guys that I really like there. Obviously, Bullers emerged, which is really exciting. I really like like uh, Matamua, who we haven't seen a stack of. I really like Kapoa as well. I think they need to find a position for him and just leave him there. Whether it be back row or center, I don't know, but just find a spot for him and just leave him there. Luke Brooks has looked better the last few weeks. Um, obviously, Adam Dewey's not going to play next year by the looks of it. Looks like that's going to be a very, very long-term injury, so maybe Brooks does see out more time there. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure how it's all going to play out there, but... I think Appy's starting to play better footy. Johnny Bateman's starting to come into his own. Zaya Papali, David Klemmer, all these guys are starting to come into their own now. So I think Staffatella's been really good as well. Um, and Buller, obviously, he, he's been the really big find. He's a guy that can um, not turn this franchise around, but you, you need young guys that are undervalued that you can get the very best out of, and they certainly are at the moment. That, that kid looks very, very special to me, and I hope that he stays at the West Tigers. I really, really do. All right, uh, next question. Here's a good one from Scotty Small. Who's the bigger pest on the drink, Maddie or Timmy? Uh, we obviously had a big weekend at Magic Round. <laughs> both can be as big a pest of each other, to be fair. Uh, but no, I had a really good weekend with both of them. I, neither of them are overly big pests, to be honest with you. Uh, not with me, anyway. Probably if you're there watching a South Sydney game, I would say Maddie by far and away. Uh, in saying that, if you're watching a Raiders game or if Timmy's Supercoach players have done better than yours, which quite often his do, uh, he can be a massive pest as well so on an even playing field when neither of their teams are playing though I would probably say Maddie's got the potential to be the bigger pest I would say but uh both are a very very good time uh next one comes from Mr. Jacob Shepherd. he says thoughts on the growing attitude from players that fans should shut up um I, I don't know if it's a growing attitude. I think Jack Bird came out and spoke the other day. I think he was a little bit out of line. I do understand the context of where Jack is coming from sometimes. I get it. But I also think that Jack needs to realize that his career exists because of fans, and that's the reality of it. Um, and I think that when your team is going poorly, you guys aren't playing well. To Jack's credit, he's playing very well. But when you're not going well and you come out and make those comments uh, insinuating that fans don't know what they're talking about, I think it's a really... Really shit take. I think that it's, even if Jack believes that, uh, it's not the way that you should be talking about your fans at all. The this dra the Dragons fan base has been very loyal for a long time. Um, do I completely agree with, you know, them walking out or them, you know, having protests and all this? No, I don't. But I also get their frustration. I completely get their frustration. And I think that was pretty evident on the weekend once again when Bud Sullivan started at halfback 
then was taken from the field, then wasn't put back on the field. I will say this about what Jack Bird said, and this is just me guessing. Uh, we've obviously seen Zach Lomax get dropped a couple of weeks ago. He hasn't played reserve grade. Uh, he hasn't been in the first grade side, so I would say that there's something more going on there. He's obviously copped a lot of criticism on social media, has for a long time, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that at times Zach Lomax isn't his own worst enemy. Uh, but I would say there's a little bit more going on there, and I think Jack Bird was sending a bit of a message there. Um, and defending him, mate. He obviously said he was he was defending his coach as well, which I believe he was, a coach that has liked him for a very long time. Uh, but I also think he was sending a bit of a message for a mate there. So I don't know any more information than what you guys do. I'm just sort of reading between the lines, and I think it's a little bit out of character for Jack to lash out like that. Um, but, yeah, wasn't a great look, and I'm a bit surprised that there wasn't a media person there to sort of clip Jack in that moment and just go, mate, settle down, just just take it down a few gears. But maybe if that was done live during that interview, it would have looked worse. I, I don't know the answer to this one, but I think to call it a growing attitude from players, like that sort of insinuates that it's a large number of players that are thinking this way. I, I don't think it is realistic. I think we've had one person come out and say it and, you know, all the big media outlets blew it up deluxe because they knew it to get clicks and it certainly did. But I don't think it's a growing thing within players. I think you – and I think you'll find and I know that when you talk to a lot of players, when you interview a lot of players, when you see them around the studio and everything, um, a lot of them really do appreciate uh, fans and what they bring to our game and their opinions and whatnot. Most fans – well, most players do understand that without fans, they have nothing essentially. So – I just don't think it's a fair argument to insinuate that it's a lot of players. I think it was Jack Bird in a moment of, you know, pretty heated passion uh, where he said something that, in my opinion, was uncalled for and shouldn't have been said. Uh, what have we got? Do you think Parramatta have splurged on Hopgoat as he has shown so much potential? Uh, I don't know what you mean by that, Jay, to be honest. I wasn't sure if I was meant to read that question. Uh, I think Hopgood has been a tremendous signing for the Parramatta Eels, as I said he would be. I've been very, very high on him for a long time. I think he's still got things to work on in his game. There's no doubt about that. But I also think that Brad Arthur could probably do more to help him. And I actually think he has over the last few weeks. I don't mind him coming off the bench and playing 50 or 60. Um, I, I I think it's a, a good play for Parramatta. He's obviously been playing 13 last few weeks, not playing as big minutes. I think that him playing 80 minutes for the first few weeks of the season uh, was probably off the back of Ryan Madison being out, and they had they had a reaction to that. Uh, but I do think he is still a tremendous player. I think he will play Origin in the future. I think he's going to be part of this Parramatta side for a long time to come. I think he's going to be really successful. Um, and, yeah, I think the little things in his game he will improve on, and I think that the reality is just because you can play 80 doesn't mean you should. I think Hopgood is a classic. You will get so much good out of him. If you play him for 60 minutes, he'll, he'll, he'll give it back to you in spades. So um, what have we got here? Okay, this is a good one from Noah Watson. If Cleary was out of state of origin, do you still pick Luai at six or would you do a Hines-Walker pairing? Um, I'll tell you what I would be very, very tempted by. And if, if Nathan Cleary was ruled out... Mate, I think I've got to look at the Brisbane Broncos, number seven, Adam Reynolds. I think he's been tremendous this year. I think he's still playing at a very, very high click. He's played in the Origin Arena. He's dominated prelim finals. He's dominated grand finals. He's been great, Adam Reynolds. And I just think his kicking game alone, I would probably turn to Adam Reynolds. I really would. Um, he'd be the guy that I would turn to. He's, he didn't come up in this question. I, lot, I know a lot of people straight away go, you've got to pick Hines at seven. There's no other option. I'd be going to Adam Reynolds. I'd pick the guy that has done it before. If I was looking for a six to partner, Cleary, I really like 
like Hines, I don't think Adam Reynolds sort of fits that category. But if if Nathan Cleary was to be ruled out, I need a general. I need someone that I know in big games can deliver. I need a guy that has played in the Orange Arena. I need a guy that can kick as well as Nathan, if not better. We know how important the kicking game is. So Adam Reynolds, he'd be my guy. I know he's going to defend well at halfback and everything. So probably not a guy that people expect me to say because you lose a guy like Nathan Cleary with so much upside and you straight away go, oh my God, we need to get Nico Hyde in there. He can score tries. He can do it all. For me, I'll take the best kicking game in rugby league, Adam Reynolds at halfback to replace Nathan Cleary. And then... You're talking, okay, do we take Adam Reynolds and Nico Hines or do we maybe take this South Sydney pairing that's played so much together? Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker went all the way to a grand final, have been successful for a number of years. So really interesting. Would I go Adam Reynolds and Jerome Luai? I wouldn't be opposed to it, but it probably wouldn't be my first option there. But hopefully uh, this is a decision we don't have to make. But yeah, if Nathan Cleary was out, I would probably go with Adam Reynolds at seven before I'd move Hines there, to be honest with you, just because of the experience that he has in big games. Um, Okay, last question. This one comes from Jeff Batchelor. He says, who currently in the eight won't make the eight at season's end? So when I have a look at the top eight as it stands right now, Rabbitohs, Broncos, Penrith, Cronulla, Storm, Raiders, Dolphins, Warriors. Uh, for me, I would probably, I'd be looking at probably the Warriors in eighth place. <laughs> I'm looking at the Dolphins going, oh, maybe it's them, but... Jeez, to be honest with you, I think the Dolphins have been really, really good so far this year. So um, I'm not convinced the Dolphins are going to miss the eight. If, if I had to pick one of these teams to miss the eight, obviously the Warriors, because they're in eighth, they're a really easy answer. Um, and, you know, they're obviously coming off a win on the weekend, which is really good. But um, the Warriors in eighth, because they're in eighth, and just because I, I don't think Rabbitohs, Broncos, Panthers, Sharks, Storm, Raiders, I don't think any of those six teams are going to drop out, especially with the form the Raiders are showing. Uh, they've looked... They, They've just looked tremendous the last few weeks, Canberra, especially now they keep Jack during the origin period. I think they'll hold on. So it's probably Dolphins or Warriors, but I think the Dolphins have looked fantastic. And I think when I'm actually looking at this ladder, just looking at it really quickly, the Dolphins had the buy this round. I don't think they've actually been given the points for their buy yet. So at the end of this week, they won't actually be seventh. I think they'll be six. So not a huge jump there, but that will put them on 14 points, which will be equal with the Raiders, the Melbourne Storm, the Sharks, and the Penrith Panthers. only four and against. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Keeping them down there. So Warriors, who are, who are one win below those teams, um, yeah, they're probably the team that I would say misses the eight. Still some quality teams outside the eight. Obviously, the Roosters. You've got the Gold Coast Titans there, who have, you know weren't great yesterday, but have shown what they can do throughout the year. The Newcastle Knights, fuck, they look good yesterday. I don't know how long it'll last for. The Cowboys, who look to be a little bit resurgent now. Um, and then you've got the Parramatta Eels, who you know could, could still come back at any given point, they've got the cattle to be very successful. So, yeah, if I had to pick one, though, I would go the New Zealand Warriors to drop out of the eight. Uh, guys, that will do us for the questions that were sent out the other day. Sorry that I didn't get to them immediately. Um, did my very best there, but Instagram didn't let me open them. So it is what it is. Uh, plenty more content coming today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.